This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Do you drive a vehicle? Then you'll find AutoCorrect helpful, especially on Coach Charlie's Tip of the Week. Listen to our podcast with me, Coach Charlie Melton, on any podcasting platform or on the MPB Public Media app. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein, here with Pam Pibus, ASHI Certified Inspector and Inspect It Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. I'm sorry I'm laughing already. I've pulled them apart from the ropes this morning. So <laughs> we were arm wrestling. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be a fun day. Okay. Uh, well, you know what? We are talking about things going on in your home. We've got a lot of things to, to catch up on today. How are you? guys doing this morning well i want to give a little shout out to mary up in leland went up to uh hang out at her with her on monday and right. she she told me she pulls her chair up and gets her coffee and listens to us oh, every nice. wednesday morning so good morning mary i you know what that's funny i get a, a picture in my head uh, I don't know if it's like a leftover Norman Rockwell kind of moment or something, but someone looking at the radio when they're listening. Yeah. Like they're going to see something. Well, it's awesome. Gonna... You know, she, she she gave me a call. I'm on me. You know, really about 50 to 60 percent of my business now is not on real estate transactions. It's on homeowners wanting to. You know, take see care of the, yeah. See what's going with, and that's exactly. And so you know, and that and that is so smart on the homeowners side to to you know ca- call it a annual on an airplane. You know, you you need to check your airplane once a year to make sure that it can fly. It can fly. Right. That's right. And, and kind of same thing on your house. Ha- you know, s- spend spend a few bucks and ha- and see what's going on. Fix it now before you have to call me and 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 you know pay some large sum right because you didn't do the simple things in the beginning yeah not see i'm create. the jerk that never goes to the doctor has to go to the surgeon exactly. yes right. there right. you go right. yeah 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 so mary had some issues going on with her plumbing and i know you have some stuff you want to bring up about that but you know she was in a 90 80 90 year old house that was sitting up on a crawl space that was maybe 18 inches high mm. So you should have heard me cussing when I was crawling right, under there, right. man. It was tight. And then I looked up, and underneath the fireplace was the largest gray cat. And I actually started thinking, I wonder if that was a panther. I was about <laughs> to say, let's just be happy it was a cat, <laughs> it was, not a possum or a raccoon. You or, know, an inspector's worst nightmare is to be shining your flashlight, and all of a sudden you see something looking back at right. you. <laughs> and I was like, whoo. Hello, kitty, kitty. Red eyes. Yeah, yeah, it was red eyes. But she had some concerns around her plumbing and had had some work done. And, you know, she's not going to crawl under there to make sure everything's been done right. So I I was able to kind of give her not only on the plumbing, Uh but we just looked at the entire house. And there were some things that they had done, some updates that they had done that just were done wrong. (laughs) Really? Yeah, it was just, just wrong. 
So anyway, I I spent some time with her and wrote her up a report. And what I do on these inspections is that I then normally a home inspection on a real estate transaction. We're not going to give you a priority list of the things that we're going to leave that up to you and your agent, you know, or the builder, the things that really need to be addressed. But what I do in these home maintenance inspections is I say, okay, this is the first thing. And the first thing I wanted her to do Uh was to get her sewer line scoped. Because she had a situation where, you know, it's always a situation. And then right. <laughs> we get those calls, don't we, Jeff, when there's a situation? Absolutely. And so they had some sewer backing up, uh-huh. and she wanted to know kind of what was going on. And it looked like it was my my guess, my best forensic guess, is that it's where the sewer line was connecting to their municipal line. Oh. And it had deteriorated. And we kind of know what that's like in Jackson. Yeah. but. Interesting. Well, uh, uh, that does bring something up here that I, that I got this week that's really interesting. Uh, I don't want to use names, okay? But I found this. A buddy of mine here at MPB got this letter, and we've talked about this before in the past. But it is from a uh, an energy company here in town. Well, I'll say in town, in the state. Um, and they're using another company, and what they're doing is they're offering – uh emergency home repair programs and they're offering optional premier exterior line coverage exterior water service line plus coverage and exterior sewer septic line plus coverage to eligible homeowners so they're selling insurance for the, underground utilities under, well not necessarily, well yes but very specifically plumbing yes um, so, and, and it covers, you know, a lot of damage, but I was, this is plumbing, right? But I, I wanted to look at the fine print on the back. Uh, and there's, there's quite a bit of it. It's extensive. Um, and I wanted to see what's not covered. Well, we start with, um, if you are, if you're eligible, one of the things that you have to disclose is if your sewer septic line previously had roots removed or failed a smoke or dye test or camera inspection or any other proactive test without a resolution. Okay. If so, they won't cover. Right. Well, pre-existing Pre, condition. Yeah, right. which, so that's pre-existing. No, I get that. I get okay. that. Yep. So now let's get down into uh, the guts here. Not covered. Damage from accidents. <laughs> An 18-wheeler backed over my sewer line and broke it. A backhoe. Accident. Accident. Okay. Another not covered on the sewer line. Okay. Wildlife. Uh, wildlife is not covered. So yeah, anything that I don't think the deer is going to bust the sewer line. I was okay. going to say, how are they going to get down there? Well, I tell you what, if the um, if the cap on the clean-out is open, they'll get down well, in it. A snake will get down there. Yeah, they'll get down in there. I don't think a snake's going to ruin it. But I don't know they're going to do any damage. <laughs> okay, gonna... I hadn't, hadn't got to the best part yet. All right, so here's another one. Not covered. Frozen lines. Frozen okay. lines are not okay. covered. Okay. Uh, this one I thought, okay, now we're painting everything gray. Non-conforming. Drain lines. 
Okay. Now, who gets to say what's non-conforming? You guys just sat here and battled about what's right, what's code, what's manufactured, right. all that other stuff. Who gets to say what's non-conforming drain well, line? Well, the, the non-conforming drain line would be a product that was not designed for, was not Schedule 40. Uh, they used some other pipe. They used a, a, a corrugated, or they, they used something that was not... Um, um, so conforming to code? Yes. Well, universal UPC, universal plumbing code. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so it. which which again, I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay. So because if Papa got in there and fixed it with it, right, right, <laughs> yeah, he, he he used some flex seal. He made a pipe out or of something. Mama. You know, well, if they went in and did used a pipe for something it no, wasn't which intended was for. non-conforming. Yeah. It also doesn't cover septic collection tanks, pumps, and grinders. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay with all of that. See, I was reading now, it completely different. No, just because I said I'm okay with it, uh-huh. I would never purchase it because <laughs> uh, um, this my, is good. This if, is what we if, want. If my sewer line collapses mm-hmm. or a, a root gets in, I'm trying to think of what is going to fail on my sewer line. Mm-hmm. Um I've had a few sewer line repairs. And now let's let's talk about what caused that. One, we were installing a generator on a brand new house. Uh-huh. They backed over the sewer line. The the ditch get, kind of gave way where the sewer line was. Accident. Busted the line. Accident. Not covered. Not covered. Right. <laughs> I had a rent house where the tree roots got into the into the sewer line. Not covered. Right. So what what is covered that's that's what okay i was talking to my friend and we talked about i said all right so freezing wildlife accidents um uh, uh, roots roots. so i'm like what thing what other things happen to plumbing age age okay yeah so if you've got a cast iron drain but see this can't be pre-existing if you if it's in good condition (laughs) And something fails. But if it's, you know, and I see it all the time when I go underneath these older houses. Uh And actually what I've started doing with my company is that if your house is over 40, 45 years old, Mm -hmm. then I just go ahead and try to schedule a sewer scope at the same time with the plumbing company. Yeah, And then they can come in and scope that line and tell you because most of the problems that you're going to fix at your house Uh are going to be from issues that you don't see. Right. (laughs) <laughs> well, I will tell you uh, at the end of this, and we've got to get to Bill and Ridgeland here, but I did want to say the end cost of this, I went and looked uh, at the at the kind of the sales sheet of this. And like if you're going to get the, you know, the mother load, uh, it was 200 a year uh, to pay for that. So it wasn't that much. It was enough to where it didn't bother this person if they did have to pay it. The, the I feel like the letter was a little bit scarier than the problem is. Does that well, make any sense? You know, for somebody with a new construction home or a home that's only 10 or 15 years old, it may not make sense for you. Right. But if you've got an older house, mm-hmm. it may make sense. But you've okay. got to think about because galvanized plumbing lines are going to corrode from the inside out. Okay. So we already got a vote from Jeff. He would not purchase. Would you, Pam? For On an older home. Mm-hmm. And if I'm a homeowner that, yeah, I, I would consider it. 
I would. Okay. On anything that's over, I would say anything over 30, 35 I, years old, I'd, I, I'd think about it. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to agree with Pam. I would like to speak with someone. Exactly. And say, okay. Give me some. Give me some more details here of of what is actually covered. Give me a, a um, scenario in which is covered. Right. <laughs> Better said. Yes. Yes. Well, and so. what you could do is maybe do a little Google search on plumbing catastrophes. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And then ask them those. Will you cover this? Will you cover this? You <laughs> I know. Mean, now is a, is a clog covered? Uh, yeah. Backing up. Yeah, stoppage. Yeah. So I don't know. Is it an animal? Well, no, no, it's no, not probably toilet paper no, no, at I mean, a joint. Clog, I mean, clogged by. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying clogged by the. Well, it could be an yeah, animal right, living yeah. in the house, <laughs> or it could be an older sewer line. I tell you, you know what keeps me up at night? The what? thing that scares me the most what? is cast iron in a slab. Oh, hey, I mean, look. older houses with cast iron in yeah. a slab. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We got to talk to Bill. We got to talk to Bill. Oh, All right, Bill. Sorry, Bill. About has Bill. been waiting forever in Ridgeland. He's got a question about a tankless water heater. Sorry about that, man. What's going on? Well, I have a hot water heater that uh, is starting to not produce hot water um, efficiently. And I'm thinking about replacing it with a tankless water heater. And I called a couple of companies. One was a local um, HVAC slash plumbing company. Mm -hmm. And they quoted me $8,000 for a tankless water heater. Mm, And I thought that seemed pretty high. And I wanted to ask y'all what... Norm, what's the normal cost for stop buying and installing a tankless water heater? Well, let me can ask. We, can, can we, we ask, ask you some, questions? Yeah, I need to ask some questions, Bill. How old your house? Like, um, I think built in '99. Okay. And 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 uh, do you have gas going to the home? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's because usually, I mean, the expense could be if you've got to um, put in a bigger gas line. Well, what what are your uh, what are your uh, hot water use? How many how many uh, bathroom? Um, we've got two and a half bathrooms. Okay, yeah. uh, two and a half bathroom, kitchen, laundry. Um, Where's the existing water heater? It's in the attic. Okay, okay. perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I, um, and, Tank- and we don't have to replace the lines. Okay, good. Tankless water heaters are all over the board. You, you can get you can get one that is so efficient that it it barely it sips gas. You can get one that is not so efficient. So the price tag what 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 you need to find out, Bill, is what what is my what is my gallon uh, per minute usage. Uh, am I matching that with the correct tankless water heater? Um, Eight thousand would not be out of the question if you have to have a high efficiency, uh, large output uh, tankless. But with you only having two and a half bath, um, how many I, bodies live there? I think you could probably. Uh, downgrade that heater a little bit. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I hear more along the lines of 2,500. They usually say, and and really those numbers are coming down from when tankless is so much easier to put in than a tank. Yeah. I mean, so I would go with an independent plumber if it were me instead of a combination. Just me personally. Instead of an HVAC 
plumber? Yeah, I would, because normally with those companies is they're looking for residual income. So they're going to sell you this, and then they want you to have a warranty, and then they want to come by and check it, and then they're going to want to come by and clean it. But just get you an independent plumber, and I would do my comparisons on that, Um, because I I think it's high. I think that's way high, actually. I, I do I do too. And um, where do you where do you purchase? Can you get it at a big box store and let a, a plumber install it? You could, but I wouldn't because no. then you've got warranty issues all I'm, over the place. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna let the I'm gonna let the plumber buy the buy the tankless. Um, they're gonna get a better deal on it than than you would. And I want a turnkey project. Now, keep in mind. You have a tanked heater that has to come out of your house, so there's more to it than just. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I think eight thousand is a little high. I think twenty five hundred is a little low. I think we're somewhere in in the middle of that. And um, but I, I would I would get a second opinion. Yeah, because you're going to yep. have to look at when you go from a tanked unit to a tankless. You've got to think about the venting that's going that's through right. the roof. It that's cannot right. mm-hmm. be. They can't use the same vent. No. It's got to be a PVC pipe. or I think some of them will do a double metal, but most of them, these condensing units. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to have a new boot on the roof so right. the thing doesn't leak. And then you've got to think about the type of – and we, this is what we were going at it before the show on, the type of pan they're going to put that's in. Right. Right. What's and the two, access? If, if you get a high efficiency, I don't even think those are vented. But they are extremely expensive. No, they're definitely vented. Are they? It's a condensing unit. Okay. Yeah, and it's the new one. Um, and so on a condensing unit, the way it works is that, especially if it's in an attic, you really got to think about this. Condensing units are doing the same thing your air conditioner is. True. So you got to get rid of the water. So every time you turn on a – because when you burn gas, especially at that high volume to get that water hot, you create water. It's condensation. That's right. why it's called a condensing unit. Well, you got to figure out how to get that drain to go and put that water somewhere where to come in your house. Right. <laughs> okay. Hold up. Bill, how are you feeling about yeah. this now? <laughs> well, the option was to replace the hot water heater with another hot water heater. And they said that um, in, in order to do that, they would have to take the attic door out right. and get it up there. Yeah, right. they don't make yeah. them so oh, yeah. that you can yeah. get them in yeah, there because, anymore. Yeah, because they're they're too big now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so that's, that's an added expense. Hey, you so, know you know why that uh, is, Bill? Because they don't want bigger. you to put them up there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they making them short and fat, so right. it makes it harder. Yeah. yeah, I would, you know, Bill, if it were me. I'd go with the tankless and just figure it out. I would too, because you go. I mean, then you you don't ever have to worry about hot water. I mean, there are some things that, and I'm so grateful that you called in asking about it because there are a lot of things you have to think about mm-hmm. in order. I worked with a client down in Brookhaven, and they went from tankless. I mean, from tanked in the, but it was in the middle of the house. So uh-huh. now we got to figure out how to get that condensing. The, the stuff outside. So right. it, it was a bit of a challenge in trying to figure all that out. So there's some issues that you have to think about in it, but right. I would figure it out and go with the tankless. Okay, uh, real quick, got a uh, an email in. And uh, Jeff, do you remember, do you remember uh, last week we were speaking about uh, chimneys 
And uh, a gentleman called in about sealing I his do. chimney. Okay. Uh, um, uh, Gene in Raymond sent in an email, said, Jeff said an old brick chimney would need to be rebuilt. Does this apply to a 1974 brick house? Okay, is Gene talking about the brick on the house or the brick on the chimney? Chimney. Oh, well, everything has a shelf life. I think 1974, no, that brick and mortar is probably still in good shape. Right. Or fairly good shape, we'll say. But again, is water sitting on top of it? Is it is it getting right. in there? Is it freezing? Is there mortar? Hey, you um, know what, Pam? Out? Pam, do you see... Uh, any sort of uh, kind of line that is crossed in time where you're like, okay, at this age, brick really needs help. And I know that you have a lot of experience with brick from growing up, but so is it like at 70 years old, it's time to reapply or what? It depends. Right. Man, <laughs> that's the that's the issue. It, it, it depends. depends. Ugh, that's the I mean, worst look, answer. We we've got brick in Natchez that have been there right. <laughs> pre Civil War. Right. Okay. I mean, they got brick in I, Paris that's been there for hundreds right, of right. years. So, you know, it just it depends, folks. I mean, it's that's like asking me and Jason to get in a foot race to see who's gonna win. Right. It depends right. on if we've been training, if we've been eating right. Which one's got the bum knee this week? Well, yeah. You know, the, here here's your culprit to the and this is why the fireplaces take such abuse. Uh-huh. They're not protected. Uh-huh. They're setting out in the element. When it rains, is water getting inside because brick and mortar is very porous? Uh-huh. So is it getting inside? It's freezing. It's popping the face of the brick off. It's popping mortar off because the water's expanding. Right. And it's freezing. It is deteriorating because of lack of maintenance. Under those conditions, you may be replacing that that brick and mortar in 10 years. Really? Now, if you do the proper maintenance and you seal that brick properly, make sure the top of it has a good chamfer on it so it's not holding water, have a cap on your fireplace, it may last 100 years, 200 years. Right. You know, it's all about how well are you going to take care of that It always comes down to that. That's right. Always. I mean, if you take care of something, you can, you you know, it's going to last longer. Right. But if you don't, and most homeowners, unfortunately, they're busy people. Well. And, and, and so they're just not paying attention well, until there's a problem. That, who's going to, who, who wants to go on their roof in the specter of chimney? Well, no, I mean, yeah. you know. well nobody, but, right. but that's what, that's what Pam is for. And, right. and that's what companies like mine do. Right. So call the proper people. Yeah. Just like if, if you have a toothache, you're going to call your dentist. Right. By the way, speaking of that, uh, we at one time, and I know we typically don't talk about this at this time, but, but we should. Uh, we had uh, the chimney sweep. They he also checks yes. those kind oh, of gosh, things. Oh gosh, yeah, that would almost be if you got chimney first call issues, kind of that thing. would almost be a first call. Yeah. in my opinion. But that's someone who ch- looks at chimneys all day, all day long. All right. day long, because you have to think about, Jeff was talking about the cap, the flashing, the right. condition of the brick, all that kind of stuff is is just incredibly important. Well, right. you know, if, if, you'll, if you'll look at your chimney kind of like you look at drainage around your house, uh-huh. if you have the proper drainage around your house, you're probably not going to have foundation issues. 
Right. If you have poor drainage, you're probably going to have foundation issues. Huh. So. Yeah, it all goes back to the water. That's right. Easy, man. How are you? How are you maintaining? You know, and I see it all the time in these older homes. Mm -hmm. If they would just maintain the proper drainage around the house at all times, they wouldn't rock and roll. Right. Right. Because they don't have piers that go down a million miles. Right. They're just sitting on the top of the ground. Mine is sitting on top of the ground. And once I got the drainage taken care of, I'm pretty. I mean, I'm even during this last drought. Right. You know, because it's and when it, when we go through a drought, folks, what happens? Can you that, imagine that the structural and foundation repair people right now after not raining? They're for licking this long? their chops right now yes, is, yes. is what they're doing. The clay is cracking all and over I the state. And I want to tell the homeowner, stop it. Right. <laughs> Just stop. Let it, you know, let it get back to the way it was. And especially if you've got like in my case, I have these enormous trees in my yard. Right. They're thirsty. Yeah. They're very thirsty. And so as they as that happens, then there's going to be some settlement. But I guarantee you when it starts raining again, everything's going to kind of lift back up and it's going to be fine. Right. All right. James is on the line in Gulfport. What's going on, James? Yeah, I got some drainage problems. We had the house was built in 1967. Yes. And it's a, it's a brick house with a concrete slab. I got a bath and a half, and the water them drain out good. But in the kitchen and the laundry room, the water is bagging out and seeking up under the wall. Now, I just wonder, you know, is it, would the bathroom be connected to a different drain out line, or what would be the neighbor? Chances are everything is going to be eventually uh, tied into one line that's going to the sewer. So your 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 bathroom seems to be draining good, and it's probably in further down the line. In, yeah, in plumber talk, it's probably closer to the discharge line, probably in front of the house. The kitchen being in the back part is that would that make sense? Yeah, what I was thinking is because I like say it's the laundry room is next to the kitchen. Right. And both of them black bags up. Okay. Do you have a garbage disposal? From the kitchen. James, do you have a garbage disposal? No, no, ma'am. Okay. Okay, good. James, get get a plumber to scope the line. Yeah. It sounds like you you just, it's it's, uh, it's like uh, arteries are getting clogged. That's right. And it will. Sometimes, especially in a kitchen, is you know Jeff talks about this all the time. We cram things down our drain, and it just you know after a while. And even you know I've talked about this on this show too. Fancy soap, yeah. Fancy soap will clog your drain lines yes. because it gets down in there and starts to crystallize at the joints. And so this is one of the reasons that I clean my pipes. I yeah. run hot you know, it's, hot it's water not, through you know, my it's, pipes. It's, it's not that expensive to get them scoped. Right. And, uh, yeah. and James, actually, this is Fix It 101. Let me give you uh, uh, a shot at something first. OK, uh, right. Pam has mentioned this. I saw it in a in a plumbing article the other day, uh, especially if things like grease get into that drain or anything of that nature. Uh, go boil yourself as much water as you can boil at one time on a uh, on a stove. And then start pouring that down the drain. You pour, you, what you do is you get you some Dawn detergent. 
that cuts grease. Mm-hmm. You drip some yeah, Dawn that's into that's the. Dawn. Yeah, drip drip some Dawn, and then a, 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 the biggest pot of hot boiling water you can pour it down in there. Then do it again and again and again and again, and that may. And I do that even yeah. though I've updated all my pipes. I, right. I have no more cast iron in my house. I, right. I went. All the PVC, but I still do this because I use fancy soap. Well, and if you think about it, uh, if if you've ever washed dishes before, you know that anything fat will yeah. dissolve under the hot, you know, under the heat. Yeah, the hot water. Yeah, the hot water. But if you right. could literally maybe flush that out without having to do anything else. Right. If that doesn't work, then you need to hire a plumber who has a scope. And the cool thing about these is that you can watch them. The guys that I work with, I love it because I can literally stand and look over to their shoulder and see a video of you want to be grossed out. No, no. <laughs> Going down in your sewer line, man, it's it's disgusting. <laughs> and they run that. What they do is they run that. Look, you're you're excited about it. I Quit. am. I just think no, it's awesome because terrible. now you can kind of see what's going on. But they'll run that camera down in there and then they'll pull it backwards. And you see a picture of it pulling back through there and they can see every joint. They can see if there's deterioration. They can see if there's roots. They mm. can see if there's fancy soap. There you go. It's just awesome. James, you got to give up the fancy soap, man. <laughs> you got to quit using that fancy well, soap. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, I just inherited the house. You know, it belonged to my parents. Oh, uh, okay. And uh, it was my childhood home that I had built in. Well, they. For some years, I guess, but I know they were the Don family because it was Mama Bleed in. There you go. I was told I could one of the blimp things and. Run it down through and try to clean it out. What do you think about that? Little blimp? Ble- uh, yeah, lay off the bleach. Go for hot water. Well, he said, I think that's a cleaning thing. What I oh, would okay. do, the, the prop, what you may run into, James, is that you could literally deteriorate those pipes. Mm-hmm. If, they're, if they're crumbling anyway, you could cause a bigger problem with that. So I would not do anything until I know the condition of the pipe, and that would be getting a scope on it. I would try cleaning it first, then I would get it scoped, like Jeff said. And then if, you know, if you want to, you know, use any type of these devices that you can put down a snake or whatever down in there, you could do that. But if you take something like that down into a crumbling cast iron pipe, now you sure enough got a problem. And you said it was on a slab, and that's that's what keeps me up at night, is right. those sewer lines and a slab. Right. All right, well, James. You know, I, didn't want, I didn't want some information before I called the plumber. Right. Now, right. If yeah. it, James, if it leaks to the point that it has caused physical damage to coverage A, which is your dwelling, then that may be covered on your homeowner's policy. Yeah, yeah. Well, Don't you I, love I it? I just inherited the house, so I got to check all the homeowner policies. And all uh, that. Right. I understand. I love the way Jer- uh, Jeff talks. You inherited uh, coverage A. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, James. I coverage A. Right, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it, sir. You have a great day. I hope it helps. Try that hot water and then go for the scope, and we will check you out later, okay? 
You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus, ASHE Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl and Licensed Contractor Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. A couple of weeks ago, we were talking about some remodeling going on in, in the home. And uh, someone called in to the show and said, hey, should I hire a designer? And so uh, we did get a call about this on our Talk to Us feature. And you can always use this. All you have to do, open the MPB Public Media app. Then when you have the MPB Public Media app open, you just, you just uh, go to the Talk to Us feature in the menu. And then when you get there, you hit uh, record and you get two minutes. You can either do a video or audio any way you like and send us a picture or send us something and then we'll be able to get it on the air. Java, do we have that loaded up? All right, let's hear. Morning, guys. This is Spanky down in Hattiesburg. I want to give a plug to uh, hiring a kitchen designer, a real kitchen designer. I use one down here from Anderson. And I, I shouldn't say names, but she's easy to find. And it's just inspired. The renovation we did in our kitchen probably cost more than our first house, and it is beautiful. Got written up in a, a design magazine. So go with the kitchen designer. They are fabulous. I bet you they are. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I think it's so smart. Like I was yeah. meeting oh, with a friend too. of mine was They're got trying. you know she's got a bless her heart. Or he's mm-hmm. got a shower pan that's leaking, and so she's like, "Well, if I'm gonna do that, why don't I just do the 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 whole bathroom?" I was like, "I think that's a good idea because you're not yeah. gonna match the tile. That's it's right. a 15 year old shower." Right. So I said, "Hire a designer, yep, and let them because you're not gonna in your mind you're not gonna." Be able to pull all these ideas that these yeah. designers stay. Yeah, you've not watched in. enough HDTV to do this. Well, you know the 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 old saying I've always heard all my life: you can build the same house three times, and then you'll finally get it right. Oh, so gotcha. yeah, spend the money on the on the designer. They're they're trained. They they know where the refrigerator should really and truly be. Right. They know where the cooking surfaces should be. They're, they 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 also understand space. They mm-hmm. took the feng shui classes. Yeah, which is so important. Understanding space. Uh, space is so important in a kitchen. Um, too much space is is just as bad as not yes, enough. Yes, it is in a kitchen. Yeah. You know. So, well, and I Jeff, agree. I was making fun of you over the weekend. I apologize. Isn't that That's fun? Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, when we did that remodel on my house, mm-hmm. and you kept wanting me to put the dishwasher uh, against the wall, and I was like, I don't want it against the wall. I want it in the middle <laughs> so that whenever – and sure enough, I had some folks over to watch the Texas-Alabama game um, uh-huh. Saturday night, and – while we're all talking and looking at the TV, I'm cleaning the kitchen. So when they left, everything was clean, and my back never turned to them. Huh. Or so, the TV? Yeah. Well, the, I'm looking at the TV. Right. I actually said it. So my sink and my dishwasher are right across from where my television is. So when I'm cleaning up at night and I've got my TV on, I can see what's going on. But all of that to say... That you can give somebody an idea, and, and to Jeff's credit, he's like, "Okay, well, we'll just put it over there." And it right. was easy enough to do because I'm on a conventional foundation. If it'd been a slab, there would have right. been some right. limitations. Right. Yeah. 
But think about how you're going to use the space and what's important to you. If if I had a maid and didn't care and they were going to clean up the next day, put the dishwasher on the wall. But right, I didn't right, want yeah. it on the wall. That's a good point. That's a good point. All right. Uh, let's keep moving. Derek's on the line in slide L. What's going on, Derek? Hey, how you guys doing today? We're good. Okay. I've got a, a mirror deal to eat a mold smell that's coming from, I believe, my toilet room. Uh, can't find any leaking water anywhere. Uh, we pulled the toilet up and put a new wax ring around there, but I think I still smell the smell. So what could that be? Uh, who could I call to track it down? Because I want to try to catch it before I do any major damage. Got any smushy parts in the floor? Uh, no, it is, it is on the slab. Uh, okay. So it's... Uh, tile floor and but i do have a septic tank in the backyard but my septic tank is not running over anything everything is flushing fine everything is draining fine i just smells that little mildew smell in my bathroom or well, actually in the toilet room in, in, the, my wife's in the in the in the water closet i got you um, uh yes you have yes. a separate you have a separate shower uh yes we have a separate shower okay that's uh like five feet away from it okay uh, gar- garden tub next to the shower? Uh, yes, garden tub next okay. to the shower. Can, does it have a door under the garden tub? Uh, actually, it doesn't, but we just had uh, the little part of the shop, part of that part fixed. So I actually had that taken apart just yesterday, and I didn't see anything wet, anything under Okay, you looked under there with a flashlight and couldn't tell anything? Uh, no. Okay. Nothing. Is that is that a place typically, um, Jeff? Where yeah, I'm thinking leak? shower pan leaking. Something else you can try, um, uh, Derek. Stop that. Stop the drain up in the shower. Uh, okay. Now listen to me. Don't stop it up permanently. Put a mm-hmm. piece of plastic over it, duct tape or whatever. Tape that up. Fill that shower pan full of water. Put a mark on the tile. Let that set overnight. If that water okay. is leaking down, then you have a, a leak in that shower pan somewhere, which is causing okay. that, that smell. Uh, okay. I do not think it's coming from the water closet. Um, okay. That's There's just, if you replace the wax ring, you don't see anything on the, on the floor. Uh, well, and yeah, let me offer some other things that you can do here, Derek. Okay. How old's the house? Uh, eighteen years old. Okay. Okay. Um, and so, do you have vent fans in uh, in the ceiling uh, next to the shower and above the toilet closet? Uh, only above the toilet closet. Okay. There's your problem. You're not okay. getting the moisture Maybe, out of yeah. your bathroom, and what's happening is that it is beginning to smell mildewy and yucky because every time you use your shower or your bathtub, you're introducing moisture into the air, then let's do this. Let's take that warm, moist air and combine it with what's coming out of your air conditioner. Okay. (laughs) So we create rainstorms literally in our attic where our vents are. And it could be that the physics of what's happening is that the air is gravitating over towards into that that contained area, that toilet closet, and the vent uh, above it that is pushing air into that room is literally uh-huh. condensating on the backside of the sheetrock, and then you're oh. going to blow it oh. down into the toilet closet. Yikes, gotcha. 
So it could be a a combination. You can, if you can't get a vent fan in that bathroom, I would add some type of a ceiling fan or something to dry that air every time you use that shower. That shower. And we definitely take a lot of showers. There you go. Okay, yeah. That's what it is. Don't turn that fan off. Yeah, well, you know, and it will create these problems. You know, for the longest time, this is just, I just do not understand. But for the longest time, we were building new houses and putting a vent fan above the toilet. Because all the builder thought about was how stinky it was going to be. Right. Instead of drying the room out. You know, we covered that one time on this show, uh, what exactly that fan is for. And I know what most people think it's for. And it's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a, you think it's after a big meal. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a ventila- it's a ventilation fan. Yeah, right. it's going to yeah. get, um, you know, and if it ain't vented right, it's not doing much anyway. Right. And that's another thing. Right. If it's not, if your little old puny little vent fan over your toilet closet, if it's not put together right, that's another problem. Or blowing up into insulation. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Derek, <laughs> well, uh, give all those things a whirl. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I will. All right. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate right. it. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. We're going to keep on going. And uh, let's talk to, you know what? We hadn't talked to Kathleen and Osaka in a minute. Kathleen's here. What's going on, Kathleen? Well, I've got a remedy for small things. I don't know how uh, technical it could be. But when I first moved up here 30-something years ago, an older couple, Earlene and Herschel Tidwell, helped me move in. So they gave me a tip. Use one quart of buttermilk or spoiled milk uh, once a month through the mode or uh, down a sink if you can wash it down. And it tends to clean up some of the bacteria. I don't know how it works, but uh, I can swear by it. Okay, okay. I want to make sure that everybody hears this and caught that completely. Now, you're saying, <laughs> did you say a quart or a gallon? How much are we talking of here? buttermilk. Quart of buttermilk. A quart. Okay. Of a, buttermilk. A quart of buttermilk. <laughs> would... And I don't know the chemical reaction. I thought it was a good yeehaw, but... I think I think Pam was thinking about her cousin who sells milk for a living. I tell so. you, I'm gonna go get me a quart. I'm trying that, Kathleen. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna talk about how to make cornbread on the next segment. I know, I know. Well, you know, when my I, my grandparents were in the Delta, man, and my grandmother, my grandfather went through some buttermilk. Man, now we would sit and watch you know, him drink that older buttermilk. Older people do do no. drink a lot of buttermilk. Well, maybe that's why their drains didn't. Maybe clog. their drains right. didn't clog. Right. Okay. There you go. No. Live forever drinking um, buttermilk. Kathleen, drinking buttermilk, yeah. You bring color to us every time you call. Yeah, Thank you. thanks, Kathleen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got a uh, uh, another question here, and it actually plays into the last thing. Okay, good afternoon, Fix It One Hundred One team, including Java. It says, "Oh, we I'm, love Java. I we know. love us some Java." <laughs> All right, so I'm having what is now a recurring problem with my water closet exhaust fan. There's no way. Is this the same person? All right. The fan. No. The fan's grill begins to take on a yellow substance. Eventually, the ceiling south of the grill develops black spots. 
and they did send some photos. And this is, as Jeff would call it, microbial growth. Probably. Yeah. This issue began in August 22 after quite a few storms. I presumed it was roofing related. I phoned my home insurance company. The roofer came out to advise that the roof was in great condition. Subsequently, I called, mm. I called HVAC and a plumber. Neither could fix an issue. All of them went into the attic. The plumber recommended that I start using the exhaust fan near the shower when I heard that uh, that I never turn it on. So she told the plumber she never turned it on. Yeah, well, that's That's probably part of the problem. Um, Thereafter, I had the area wiped down with bleach and the ceiling (gasps) repainted. No! Uh, Don't! I've done. Now you've created a mold How many mistakes did we make on this one issue? Okay. So, all right, hang on. I've done nothing so far after that. I would really like to know what's happening. And uh, she sent me a picture of of uh, of the ceiling, and it was yet again remolding. Now, the fan's yeah. not working right. For right. whatever reason, the fan's not working right. And it could be a million things. Um, and I, let me tell you the thing that I see that just cracks me up. It could be that what's going to solve that problem uh-huh. is a vacuum. A vacuum? A vacuum. What do you mean? I can't tell you how many times I go in because, you know, people don't look up whenever right. they go to their houses. Right. It's a, it's a curse. I go into a house and one of the first things I do is start looking up because that's where the problems present. Right. Well, a vent fan has a little grill on it. Right. I can't tell you how many times I've looked up at those things. And, those, and they're clogged. Uh, they right. are so clogged up with yep. dust and junk. Well, how are you going to work if you can't breathe? Right. Yeah. Well, and 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 uh, I don't know. Maybe she's. Uh, maybe there's something on the top of this vent fan so that it's not actually. Well, but doing. it's but it's in the water closet. The, uh, the yeah, vent yeah. fan needs to the be outside the over shower. Over the shower. And then, and b- by no means am I trying to beat up on this lady. Um, she called her insurance company, so now she's filed a claim mm-hmm. on on her insurance policy. Oh. So, which is not good. Um, so that, that's, that's, that's one mistake. And we always talk about do not file a claim to see if you have damage. Yeah. Get your expert Uh, out there first. So now I've got a, I've got an insurance claim filed. Mm Um, uh, so start with the professionals. I do like the fact that she called a a plumber HVAC because it's a, I think it's a venting issue. Yeah. Yeah. I'd call a home inspector and let them get up there and look at, you know, is the fan. Another thing that could be happening, believe it or not, and I see this all the time, I'll get up in the attic and I'll look over at that vent fan and I can see light from the room below. Well, you know what? They've cut that hole too big and then put the grill on top so every time it comes on you know what it's doing it's sucking insulation out of the attic and sucking it up into that fan yeah so huh. i mean it could be an installation problem it could be a usage problem could it, it could, be, could it be uh, could it be inadequate for its it could situation could, yeah, it, could. Yeah. It, it could be a location issue uh-huh. Yeah. So. I mean, it could be, but it sounds to me like a vent problem. Me too. Yeah. And then now I'm going to do, okay, folks, do not put Clorox on mildew. <laughs> Just don't do it. Don't put bleach don't on no. mildew. do no. it because it changes the pH in the sheetrock. Mm-hmm. And now you've created a mold farm. It will come right. back. Yes. Yeah. Worse. Worse. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. 
That, I'm that, sure she made uh, we that. made her feel real I good. No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> hey, I'm hey, so sorry. Uh, but thank you for the letter. We'll yeah. say it's going to have to do with that, so that we can give her a, a fix. Chase that fan. That fan yeah, is your. That's right. That's your thing. That's right. The fan that's is right. going to be your thing. It is. So uh, okay. Wow. That's fantastic. So is there anything like uh, that you guys wanted to say today that was in great wisdom in the next 25 seconds to fill this time? Pam, that's above my pay grade. I know. I don't know about wise, but, you know, (laughs) folks, taking care of your house can be one of the most expensive things you do if you do not maintain it. True. So just stay on top of your maintenance. And then if you're not sure what you need to maintain, call an inspector. And let us help you right. know how to do that because dealing with, broken. you know, it's like well, this woman that I went and helped the other day. She put in a drain, but she wasn't sure it was there or not. Yep. <laughs> that's a good point. All right. That's it, folks. We uh, we made it. That's it. That's our hour. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show was produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Kevin Farrell. And for Pam Pibus, Jeff Sammons, and I'm Jason Klein. Up next is Everyday Tech, followed by Southern Remedy with Dr. Jimmy Stewart at 11. Make sure to join us next Wednesday at 9 for more Fix It 101 right here on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.